Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. I'm still not sold on the New England Patriots even after last night. It is Chris Carlin and Harry Douglas in today for Greeny on ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, and of course the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. And all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Rob Ninkovich is going to join us in just 15 minutes on all the NFL this weekend. Harry is out in Columbus, Ohio, getting ready for game day in Ohio State, Michigan State. What's up, Mr. Douglas? What's good, Chris? I'm glad to be back, man, on this lovely Friday. Well, I'll say cold Friday up here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, What is it, 48? That's cold? Is that what you think cold is? (laughs) Leave me alone, Chris. (laughs) Everybody's not born and and live their life up north, okay? I'm from the dirty south. (laughs) Be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up, and the fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. And we get right into last night's game. The Patriots blowing the doors off of the Atlanta Falcons, as we would have expected. Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Harry, look, for a while, the score was not one that was getting completely out of hand. It never really did, for that matter. But there was never a point in the football game last night where you ever had a feeling that the Falcons were going to be able to come back and and really do any kind of damage against a very good New England defense. But the larger point for me is that I have no big takeaway from last night. I have nothing that makes me think the New England Patriots are absolutely a team that can can contend to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC. And and I'm not going to disagree with you there, but I do think this New England football team can compete in the playoffs. And once you get into the playoffs in that tournament, anything can happen. And when you have a guy like Bill Belichick as your coach, then I think the luck is on your side when it gets to that point. Now, last night, The defense of the New England Patriots was outstanding. They made the Atlanta Falcons offensive line look like they were in high school, right? And that offensive line and the Patriots defense ended up getting four sacks, 12 QB hits, six tackles for loss. And I want to point out three people, right? I want to point out three people. I understand Cal Van Noy had a great game. But these three people for the New England Patriots, and they're all guys on different levels of that defense, are playing lights out football right now. Matthew Judon, ten and a half sacks right now. Got another sack last night. The best offseason uh, free agent signing in the National Football League this year. Then you go Dante Hightower. Dante Hightower was playing with his hair on fire last night. When I mean he was all over the football field, and, and he missed last year. And you can just tell this year, he's like, I missed last year. I'm going to let everybody know about Dante Hightower and, and how I'm coming. I'm coming physical. I'm coming tough. I'm coming downhill. And that's the way he's playing this entire year. That's the way he played last night. And the last person I want to talk about is J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson is balling. Six interceptions. He's only second to uh, Trayvon Diggs of the Dallas Cowboys. Got another interception last night. But he's been tremendous for this team. But let me tell you, I want to point out something that the Patriots defense uh, did to Atlanta last night. And and Baldy pointed this out on his um, Twitter post. Mm. And I seen it last night. When you have a tight end like Kyle Pitts, and it brought me back to the days when I played with Tony Gonzalez, and I remember playing against the New England Patriots, and they basically had two guys over Vice and Tony Gonzalez so he wouldn't even get off the line of scrimmage. They bumped Kyle Pitts last night so he didn't have free releases. 
They double teamed Kyle Pitts last night, so he didn't think he would. You would think he was open, but it really wasn't open. And they took away the Falcons' number one option. Now it's time to play backyard football for Matt Ryan in that offense. And not to mention that the offensive line didn't even give Matt Ryan enough time to even find anybody when he wanted to find someone. But it was a couple of times that they knocked Kyle Pitts off his path and Matt Ryan was trying to get the football to him quick uh, and couldn't do so because of the game plan of Bill Belichick in that defense. Well, that's the thing, though. This is what Belichick always does. It's take away the yeah. number one option for another team. And when Kyle Pitts only has five targets last night and three catches for 29 yards, that's exactly what they're trying to do. But the bigger problem here, Harry, for the Falcons in that spot is once Kyle Pitts was taken away, what's left? Last night there was nothing else that they could truly work with. I mean, I'm sorry, Kadri... Allison is not getting it done for me. That, that's not somebody well, that I'm well, taking as a, as a major threat. Or Russell Gage at this point, when they don't have Calvin Ridley, when they don't have the guys they need to have. Exactly. And, when, and that's what happens when you're minus your number one receiver in Calvin Ridley, right? And then your number two receiver, Russell Gage, he just came back about three weeks ago. He has to step up even more for this team. But not only that, your number two tight end, Hayden Hurst, he yep. was out. But your number one guy offensively this year in Cordell Patterson, who's been the wild card, who's been the second best free agent signing in, in, the, in the National Football League this year behind Matthew Judon, didn't play yesterday as well. So you're looking at Matt Ryan, and you're like a lot of people, and a lot of people are bicking, right? Oh, Harry's talking crazy. Oh, we got to get mid at Matt Ryan. First of all, I need y'all to sit down and understand football. That's the first thing I want you to do, right? Look at the arsenal that he was working with last night. After they were taking away his first option in Cal Pitts. That was one of the problems in, in, against Dallas last week. Guys weren't getting, weren't getting separation. Guys couldn't get open. And then when Matt Ryan actually threw it to him and got open, they were dropping the football last week against Dallas. So some of those things, just co- you just copied and pasted right on over to the New England Patriots uh, game. And then when you have a guy like a Bill Belichick who can draw up dynamic things defensively and stop what you do best, and you're already down – Three of your best weapons on offense, you're going to have a night like they had last night against the Patriots. Well, this is why I don't really take a whole lot out of it. And from a Patriots standpoint, exactly. to me, it's all about the next four games. You want me to take New England seriously, I get it. They have beaten up on some bad teams recently. And, I mean, look at what's gone on when – they have basically outscored their last three opponents roughly 100 to 13. Roughly. Well, I, and I, Chris, to your point, right now, the last five games, they're averaging 30 points a game, yeah. and their opponents are averaging 10 points a game. Now, their run game, they're averaging 151.8 yards per rush, uh, per, per, rush uh, per game when it comes mm-hmm. to the rushing department. So, But you just mentioned it. They haven't played anybody like that. But that well, gauntlet – that gauntlet is coming, Chris. Yeah, there it is. Because that gauntlet you've got is coming. The Titans at Buffalo, at the Colts, and then the Bills again. Yep. And I don't believe, even though they have done all these Patriot-like things, dominate bad teams, start to find their groove when they hit November, all these kinds of things, I don't believe yet they're an upper echelon team, meaning top two or three in the conference because they haven't beaten those teams. Because, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. And, and when I – listen, they could very easily prove it here in the next few weeks, and I'm excited to watch these games. 
But when I look at the offense, I'm not getting excited about Ramondre Stevenson yet. I'm not getting excited about the players that, like who, and and Booger made this point yesterday, and it's 100% true. When they need the go-to play, mm. who's the guy? That's my thing. And, 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 I, and I said, and I said, it ain't this. Nelson Aguilar. No, and I and I said this, Chris. You playing against one of those teams who can put up points offensively? You go down fourteen to seventeen points. How in the hell are the Patriots gonna come back and win that game? There's yeah. no explosion offensively. You don't have a guy that can say, "Okay, you know what? I'm gonna line this guy up against your best defensive player, but I I can count on my guy one hundred percent that he's gonna make that play." They don't have that guy, and they don't. The dirty little secret. You know, you talk about uh, the the best free agent signings. You know, two guys who were incredibly productive for their teams before, uh, Hunter Henry, specifically when he was on the field, and Jonu Smith last year, it's been a very quiet season for two guys that are supposed to be two big playmakers at tight end. That is Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. It's Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Just getting started. So fired up for all the NFL this weekend, including next when Rob Ninkovich joins us. He will answer the question, what team actually this weekend has the opportunity to prove that they're for real and who is going to prove that they are fugazi, as it were? We will get to that in just moments. If you're a business owner, it can be tough to hire top talent, but when you post a job on ZipRecruiter, you get qualified candidates sent to you. Then you can easily invite your top choices to apply. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y now to try ZipRecruiter for free. There is a massive game this weekend, but it's not the one you're thinking of. We'll tell you why next. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Back in the pocket. He fires across. One's picked off by Kyle Van Noy. 10 to the 5 and into the end zone. Good effort by uh, everyone. Coaches, staff, players, obviously. On uh, a short week, you know, Falcons play hard. The offensive line has gotten healthy. They got three really good running backs in the backfield. And they don't put their quarterback in harm's way. Looked like it last night, that's for sure. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas, and for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. That's where we are headed right now to welcome in ESPN NFL analyst Rob Ninkovich with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more driven and rob i mean it's about as dominating a performance as you can have last night against a not great football team tell me why i am wrong or why i'm wrong to be skeptical though right now that the patriots are a top two or three team uh, in the afc based on the fact that they have beaten some teams that are just not very good and we're going to learn more in the next four weeks Probably because they've beaten teams that they should have beat, but that's not their fault. That, that's what was on the schedule in the last five games. They've gone out and they've played really, really good football, complimentary football. Defense has been number one in the, in the NFL the last five weeks. So they have definitely flipped the script, but it's not their fault that they had to play a terrible Cleveland team and a terrible Falcons team who had uh, illegal, an illegal lineman on a field goal, which is ridiculous. So, you know, when you watch that game last night, it looked like the Patriots just took advantage of a team that didn't want to be there. They were sleepwalking. So um, the next two weeks are the biggest two weeks of the Patriots season. I'll say that. Well, Rob, I don't think it's the next two weeks. The next four weeks are the biggest weeks well, of I'll the Patriots this, season. I'd say two because they're playing the Titans who have, a, who have only lost two games, and then they have to win against Buffalo. And I think that their best opportunity to, to take advantage of the momentum that they have right now is to beat them on their first matchup. And Before you know, they, if they split against Buffalo, if they split against Buffalo, I think that they're still in a great position. Okay, now when you look at this Patriots team, and I actually like how they're built. I love the way they're built defensively, right? They're, they're going to basically own their opponent. They're going to be more physical. They have guys at all three levels who can be game changers and Judon, Hightower, and J.C. Jackson. But I, the part that, that worries me is that if they're playing against a high-powered offense, let's just say Kansas City is on one day. Let's just say the Bills are on one day. Let's just say the Chargers are on one day, and they're scoring all these points, right? I don't think, and I know that the, they've already beaten the Chargers, I don't think that this Patriots football team offensively from that standpoint can keep up with a team who's scoring back-to-back-to-back-to-back and come back and try to win that football game. That's the only thing that worries me about this Patriots football team. What do you think about that? Well, I, I think that we have seen the last five weeks of a blueprint in which the Patriots have to win a certain way. So how yeah. do they win? Number one, running the football, being physical at the line of scrimmage. So their offensive line, they get Trent Brown back. The guy's a mammoth of a man, very, very good football player. Um, I had to, I questioned whether I wanted to play anymore after I played that guy. So – you know, when you have an offensive line that can run the football, they're averaging over five yards a carry, that helps your rookie quarterback in keeping the down and distance is manageable. 
I think Josh McDaniels has done a great job of kind of mixing things up, a lot of different looks, different types of run plays, different passing patterns to where now they're utilizing their tight end and Hunter Henry, and they're utilizing a lot of great – I wouldn't say they have a number one receiver, but they're using their number twos to the maximum of what the offense can can do. So they can't get in a shootout. That's not how this, this team wins. Win. They have to run the football. They have to play great defense. It has to be complimentary, and I think that's the way that they win. That Patriot defense was in the zone last night. In the zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, joined by ESPN NFL analyst Rob Ninkovich. All right, Rob, when you look at this weekend, which game to you jumps out the most as the one that we are going to learn the most about good teams in? I think the Kansas City matchup versus the Cowboys. And, you know, the Cowboys looking at where they're at, and then you look at Kansas City, they can't afford to lose a game in the AFC. So they already have four losses. This is going to be a huge matchup. Last week, Kansas City going against the Raiders, throws five touchdown passes. Patrick Mahomes looks to be back on track where, where he needs to be for that team. So we'll see in that matchup. If Kansas City can go out and make a statement and beat the Cowboys, well, we might think that the Kansas City Chiefs are back. If the Kansas City Chiefs lay an egg and they don't look good and the Cowboys go out there and dominate them, well, then I think we already know the Cowboys have already been in a good situation right now and the NFC is stacked, so they have to win this matchup. So I think that's the biggest, uh, most, I guess, enticing matchup to me this weekend. And, and I can't wait for this one. This, this game is going to be exciting for me because when I look at the, the Cowboys offensively and what they can present, Right. If you decide, if you stick back, Nolan, you decide, you know what, I don't want to blitz this day because because of the receivers and the skill position players of the Cowboys, I want to send it to high shell. Well, the Cowboys are going to say, OK, well, that's when Zeke and Pollard in this offensive line is going to play a factor and we're going to just ram this football down your throat. I want to see if this Kansas City defense, who's been a little better of late. Can they withstand that versus a premier offense that can do it passing and running the football? Yeah, I agree. And I would say this about the Cowboys. They can't show up and look like the Cowboys versus the Broncos. No. That kind of made everyone look at them like, whoa, hold up a second. Are we, are we just a little bit too high on these guys? So they have to show up, and it's going to have to be a great game. And I think we're watching two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, the rising stars that are going to be here for a long time to come. So I can't wait. That, that's the most exciting game to me. Rob, do you think the Cowboys actually need that game more than the Kansas City Chiefs do to prove no, something? No, no, I think Kansas City needs it more. Um, you know, I know Kansas City was just in a Super Bowl, but Patrick Mahomes just gets half a billion, and this year they've had some issues. Receivers have been vo- volleyball and the ball up in the air. Patrick Mahomes has more interceptions than we've ever seen. Um, so they need to get it back and get back on track if they think that they can get back to where they want to be, and that's back where they were last year. Hey, Rob, another thing um, to look for in this game, and I've seen this happen to the Atlanta Falcons last week against Dallas, right? When you don't convert on third downs, they were one for 11. Next thing you know, at halftime, they're down big. The Kansas City offense can't afford not to convert third downs. Not, they can't afford not to take what the defense gives them and move the chains because next thing you know, you can look up. And you could be down 21, 24 points to this Cowboys team as well. Yeah, no, I agree. And I really think that 
taking care of the football is going to be vital. Um, if this game has one or two turnovers, that might be the deciding factor in who wins or who loses. So Patrick Mahomes has to make sure that he continues to play loose and, and is himself and isn't, up, isn't tight and playing you know, a certain way because we've seen him play at his best when he's just out there playing backyard football and slinging the ball around. Um, but then on the flip side of it, Kansas City's defense, yeah, they've been playing better, but can they create a turnover to give their offense one more opportunity? And, and it's all about touches. This game is all about opportunities and how many touches your offense gets. So the more touches that Kansas City has, the better the opportunity for them to score points. ESPN NFL analyst Rob Nikovich joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Chris Carlin and Harry Douglas in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Rob, is it unfair to say, I, I think there are a couple of teams that this might be the case with this weekend, but are we going to find that maybe two or three of those teams that are in the mix for the playoffs right now, is this the weekend when we find out they might be fake contenders? Yeah, I mean, look, every single week is, is an opportunity to show everybody what you are and what your team is. So, you know, for me, I, I really think that Tampa playing Monday night is a huge game for them. They cannot lose three games in a row. They can't do it. That's just not something that they can afford, especially in an NFC. When you look across the board, the NFC is loaded with teams. You got the Cardinals that are playing really well. You got the Packers that are playing well. Um, So I really think that Tampa is a team that has to go out there and they have to look like they're back. Um, I would say the Eagles and Saints matchup. Now, that's an interesting one because you look at the Eagles and they're playing well, and the Saints have have looked like not themselves. Obviously, I know they lost their quarterback. They have a good defense. Can can Simeon get them back in the win column as far as keeping them in the race, in the hunt against Tampa because they just beat Tampa. Um, So those are a couple teams three teams there where I'm interested to see how, how they turn out. I'll give you, I'll give you one more, uh, well, two more teams in a matchup they're playing each other, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Las Vegas Raiders. Both of these teams are coming off yeah. uh, back-to-back losses, and both of their last loss have been blowouts. So I think both of these teams, uh, or one of them, have to show that they actually belong in this playoff contention talk to not just go to the playoffs but be able to make a deep run as well. Yes, I agree. I, I really think that, you know, you look at Cincinnati, they let me down a couple times this season. Um, you know, they were close against the Packers. They had the, the field goal issue going on, and then they lose to the Jets, which I'm like, what the heck? Um, so they, they, they're they a team where they're kind of hovering on, can they be somebody that you can count on, and, and are they looking like they're up and up? But, you know, again, I think when you have a guy like Joe Burrow, hopefully he can put it together. Rob, awesome stuff as usual. And per our conversation last week regarding your beard, I've had two other people bring that up to me this week, and they're pure envy for what you have going on. So I would just implore you to do this. Really appreciate what you have in that thick, lustrous beard each and every day. 
thanks for the beard envy. I, I appreciate I appreciate the compliment. Bro. Absolutely, Rob. And I'm not quite, I'm not joking. Rob Nankovich joining us, ESPN NFL analyst on the Goodyear Hotline. I, I, I'm not joking. I had two people who heard that conversation and say, yeah, dear God, if I could only grow a beard like that guy. Like Rob could grow a beard in the span, let's say a really thick, lustrous, beautiful beard, probably in about three weeks. <laughs> For me, I couldn't grow the connectors from the mustache to the beard for the longest time, and now it's, you know, it's almost... Hey, we, we might be related for real, man. You know how long it took me to get a beard? It took me about 33, 34 years old, but then it wouldn't even connect the way it was supposed to connect. Exactly. I had, I mean, like, you little, can't have little, that. little ball spots certain places. Yeah. No, I have it now, but, I mean, it's, I got it shaved down a little bit. I, I don't need it looking patchy by any stretch, but you but, sit but I there... Tell you, my father told me, hey, don't trust no man with no facial hair now. They, <laughs> they bound to do some sketchy stuff. You Don't trust them. Don't trust no people with, the, with people without facial hair. Is your father Bart Scott? Because he says the exact same thing. The exact <laughs> no. same thing. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey, long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month with no contract. And get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money, Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required, actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Chris Carlin and Harry Douglas for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. And you look at the slate this weekend, and we talked about it a little bit with Nick there, the idea of the team that needs a victory the most this weekend. And the natural place to go is right to that Cowboys-Kansas um, City game. But I'm going to throw a different one at you. Talk to me. And this is going to sound... Maybe a little bit off, but I have not liked what I have seen lately from this team. And I could see this spiraling away from them in the coming weeks. The Arizona Cardinals need to go win this weekend. They need to go win in Seattle this weekend. And I get it. The The Seahawks have not been anywhere near what you would have expected. I, as I've talked about here, Harry, I was one of the guys that thought there was a legit chance that four teams from the NFC West could make the playoffs at the beginning of the year with the expanded postseason. But with Arizona right now, they have not looked like the same team that they did for the first five or six weeks of the year, even though they're eight and two. I think this is an incredibly important spot for the Cardinals. And I know they haven't had Kyler Murray, and that's a big part of it, but still reestablishing yourselves atop the NFC West. Uh, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And when you look at this Arizona football team, you look at how they started last year, right? And it, things were looking very promising for them. But then there was a stretch down the end of the season where they weren't winning games and they were losing and didn't make the playoffs. So you wonder, okay, you, you, you didn't play with Calamari last week and Colt McCoy looked terrible. Uh, first of all, they need the quarterback back. Let's Let's get there first. And then – you you start to wonder, are things creeping around that organization? Okay, hey, guys, remember what happened last year. We can't go down the path that, that we went last year in 2020. 2021, we got to finish. We got to finish strong. But you're right. They do need to win this football game. In my eyes, this is a must win for them. And Kyler Murray's not playing this weekend again, right? I don't believe he is. Okay, they're going to wait till after the bye to give him some more time, I believe. So, Colt McCoy, he showed us. 
in one game, which I think sometimes these guys, the backup quarterbacks, they'll show you one game that they're, that they're promising. But the true colors at some point are going to come out. And last week the true colors of Colt McCoy came out, and he didn't look good at all. But for this Arizona Cardinals football team, you need to get back on the winning track. Uh, having positivity around your organization right now, they have DeAndre Hopkins. They're playing without A.J. Green. They're playing without Kyler Murray. And I understand that. But still, to be a team that's in contention – you need to be able to win those football games without your top dogs. Yeah, listen, it Tennessee can't just is one, be about the quarterback. Listen, Tennessee is one of the most hurt teams in the NFL right now as well. The Baltimore Ravens are one of those teams as well. And they're still finding ways to win week in and week out. So I need the Arizona Cardinals to win. And, yes, it is a must win for them this weekend. The other thing I'd look at, too, is um, I look at a team like Pittsburgh, and I think this is a week where you're going to learn that they're not for real. And Roethlisberger can't get cleared until tomorrow as to whether or not he could play. And even if he could, Harry, he basically hasn't practiced in about 10 days. Mm. And then you're going to get on a plane and go out and, and see the Chargers. And you're going to find yourself a, an opportunity there if you're the Steelers against a good football team to prove that you belong. It's the same mentality. I don't think they're for real. I don't think their defense is all that good. I don't think – I think just across the board, the Steelers have kind of been doing it with smoke and mirrors a little bit so far. Well, I think for, for the Big Ben uh, take, you look at what has transpired in the NFL this year. Dak taking time off. Come back, he's rusty. Aaron Rodgers had to miss with COVID. Came back, he's rusty. Russell Wilson – had the pen removed from his from his finger, came back, he's rusty. So to just say Big Ben, if he is clear, is going to come back and just be outstanding, it, it's crazy and nonsense to me because history has showed us this year that when these quarterbacks take that time off, they're not going to come back and, and just jump in and be amazing and be great that we're used to the, or accustomed to them, seeing them be. So and I, th- I think their defense is, 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 is decent. I'm not going to say their defense is not good. I, I, I would never say that about a Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Chris, you haven't played against one of them I just think defenses. it's overrated. Chris, you haven't got banged up and bruised up by one of them damn defenses, okay? <laughs> so I'm not going to sit here and let you disrespect that defense like that. I've been banged up by that defense before. So they're not overrated. They actually can play. You have a guy like T.J. Watt who can come out that edge and make some plays, and then you got uh, Fitzpatrick in the, in the back end making plays as well. No, I, don't, I don't think they're overrated, but – you could tell against the, the Detroit Lions that they miss Big Ben, and it's crazy that you say that because what was the talk at one point this year? The Steelers need to get rid of Big Ben. They need to bench Big Ben. For Mason Rudolph? From Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Are you crazy? Well, but this is problem. This is what the real problem is there. I don't think Ben's got much left, but he's still by far their best option, and it's not close. Oh, 100%. And I blame that on the Steelers' uh, uh, management, though, for not planning accordingly – when it comes to the departure of Big Ben, when, when that time comes, by now you should have been had somebody to back up who can be decent enough to go in there and win your game against the Detroit Lions. They just uh, tied with the Detroit Lions. And doesn't this really, at the end, kind of tell you everything you need to know? Not that we didn't know it already, but the Dwayne Haskins is not savable, salvageable at this point because he can't even get a sniff right here. Not even yeah, because sniff. Mason Rudolph is not a good quarterback to me. And if you can't play over Mason Rudolph, I don't even think you have a chance at all. 
Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Greeny talked about this earlier in the week, and it is 100% accurate. Jalen Hurts is not getting some of the respect that he deserves. And the Eagles quarterback, a lot of people are looking at this to try to figure out whether or not he has done enough to prove that he can be the guy going forward. He may have not necessarily fully proved that, Harry, but all along the way, there seems virtually no doubt that he has continued to make progress toward that week in and week out, and he never looks like somebody who is completely lost in what he's doing. I have liked Jalen Hurts since last year, and I don't know how the Eagles look at him right now. I don't think Howie, uh, Howie Roseman wants him to be the guy. I think he's dying to trade for Deshaun Watson, but they're not getting him. Deshaun Watson's not coming to no dog on Philadelphia where it's dirt cold and <laughs> you, you can't sip a Mai Tai and have your toes out, especially if you get your toe, go to the, go get you a nice pedicure. You can't have your toes out, put your, put your feet in the sand. Not I mean, going to no Philadelphia. Howie, leave it alone. He's not going to no Philadelphia. Trust well, me. Well, but they're still going to try. That's the I, point. You can t- listen. You could be a single guy. You could try to go get that, that, that 25 piece that's of a woman, but you, you might not get her. You can try all you want to. She may turn you down over and over and over and over again and tell you that you, you don't meet her standards. All I'm looking at here. Shocked. I shocked him. <laughs> no, it's just all I'm looking at here is a player that's continually gotten better and better and better and better. And I don't think it's right for that question to still be there because what do we ask of young quarterbacks? to show progress, yep. to get better, to continue to um, improve. This is all this guy has done since he's been the Eagles' starting quarterback. I think well, he's going to be I, a dynamic player. I, 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 and I agree with you. I think it's wrong that, 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 we, that we, we keep trying to uh, answer this question about Jalen Hurts. Right? He's a guy that you, that, you, that you can trust in my eyes – if I'm a receiver and I'm in a huddle and I see Jalen Hurts coming there, he's a guy that I know he's been a winner at, a college, at the college level. He demands excellence. You even look at his presence, the way he approaches everything. He's going to be a pro's pro. Could have easy in college folded after they decided to go with Tua Tango Valoa, but no, he didn't fold. He sat there, did his thing, then when he transferred to Oklahoma, he got better as a passer. Now, he's a guy offensively that can improvise if a play breaks down and give you more opportunities to be successful offensively. He's also a guy that you can add to the run game and make it that much harder for a defensive coordinator to try to prepare for. 
But I think he's doing a solid job this year to let the Philadelphia Eagles organization know, let their owner, let their general manager, let their head coach know that he is the guy. Right? If, if Philly Philly's just sitting in this spot that they're sitting on these three first-round draft picks, they want to play a little bit. Stop playing around and crown this man your starting quarterback and your franchise quarterback because that's the way he's playing right now. He's giving you an opportunity to have a run and a chance at a playoffs this year. Think about this for a second. Look at what their schedule looks like. Their road games are all, frankly, drivable games. <laughs> and I know Green made this point the other day. It's 100% accurate. They're not getting on a plane before the end of the regular season. They go to New York twice for the Giants and the Jets. Can't have a softer landing than that. And then you go to Washington. Those are your three road games in the second half of this year. Jalen Hurts is going to lead the Eagles to the postseason with as soft as their schedule is. They have the Giants twice. They have Washington twice. The, they may the, lose. The only loss. The only loss may be to Dallas. That, that's the only game they, they can, I can lose. See them the rest losing of the season. once to Washington too. But that I don't think they're losing this weekend. To, not not to, to I don't think so. Saints. Not without Chase Young. Not without Chase Young. Chase Young is a big piece. Like Chase Young being out is is big for that team. So I I only have them the rest of the way losing that one game to Dallas. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance, small business protection for more than vehicles with insurance expertise to keep your company moving forward. More at progressivecommercial.com. On the flip side, I have to tell you, I'm just so tired of talking about Baker Mayfield. I'm so sick <laughs> of Baker Mayfield. It's just, all right, you're hurt, you're playing, um, you're tough, all these things. Bottom line for Baker Mayfield is when he has been on the field, he's been decent. He has been nowhere near what he was supposed to be. And if I'm the Cleveland uh, Browns, there is no decision to be made. Uh, Baker Mayfield is not going to be my guy for the long term. I'm not paying him. If I wanted to pay him, I'm not paying him anything north of $30 million. Anything for 100%. a quarterback. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's nothing. nothing like, if you're to, telling me we that said that's going to be time. my best option in the next few years, then I have to keep it within reason. Uh, but I, but I think I think you could I think you can do better. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to look at this draft class: Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. Who? Jesus, both of those guys have been horrendous. Uh, who else was it? Josh, Josh Allen, Allen. He, hell of a guy. Uh, Lamar Jackson was in that first round draft. Yes, class he was. Up, right, thirty one yeah, teams I mean, passed on him. Josh Rosen. But think about that: five of the of the quarterbacks that were drafted of the five that were drafted, three of them are basically bust right now: Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. With only Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, the only two who, who's actually lived up to the first round hype and name. It, it, it is amazing that that's been the case. But when Mayfield is the second, well, no, the third best out of that entire group. And one of them was won an MVP. And he was at the back of the first round, the very last pick of the first round. And the other one is right on the doorstep of doing it. I'll tell you. It, it speaks volumes about what Mayfield has turned out to not be overall. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas for Greeny. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.